Hey guys, and welcome to Stranger Danger's next episode. This episode is the first with a story shared by a guest. Our guest happens to be Ashley Young. Her story was submitted through an email, so I'll be doing all the reading. But with that being said, let's get to the story. I started chatting with an army guy who was a peacekeeper in DRC. We just started chatting, chatting casually. I was 21, almost 22 when we started, and he said he was 27. I really don't remember what we spoke about, but I developed a huge crush on him. He said he loved me, and I said it back. He said that he'd use his break to fly to see me. He represented himself as a 27-year-old single guy, and he came across as having very high morals and being an absolute toughie. I started to almost worship him, and I placed him way above myself. I one day told him, and a short while before he was supposed to fly to see me, about my drunken 21-year party when I told my two best guy friends that I loved them. He got all quiet and became jealous, and something changed after that. We couldn't talk as usual, and at this point, we had never even spoken to each other. Everything was on chat. One day, we were just having a normal conversation, and he suddenly threw it in my face that I had gotten drunk, like that was supposed to make me feel bad. What I didn't like was that he used a thing like that to try and hurt me, like he was waiting for the chance. Anyway, suddenly, he was no longer in touch, and I was completely devastated. I couldn't reach him. I thought he had told me his real name, so I kept looking for his name online and found nothing. I tried over and over again, but nothing. I was heartbroken. Then finally, I had a brainwave and googled his ID and found that he had lied about his name. He was 40-something. He really was a peacekeeper. I also found that he was known to catfish other people. He even had created a fake dating profile as a woman. Someone posted a comment on one of his profiles revealing his real name and position. I eventually created a fake Facebook profile of myself and added him as a friend. I found out he is divorced and has a young daughter. He really was a lieutenant colonel, though, and has been mentioned in a UN webpage. I ended up getting over it real fast. That's the end of her story. I further emailed her some questions, and some of her responses were definitely interesting. Her first question was, In your story, you mentioned he said he loved you. Do you think that's how he really felt? Her response was, Well, after I found out about everything, I definitely was wondering so. But after finding out and making the fake account, I think he didn't really feel that way. To be honest, I think it was all just a game to him. Next question. While he was catfishing you, what do you think he was thinking or feeling? Her response. I don't exactly know, but it seemed to be all a game to him. I don't think he really had any feeling towards me. I thought he was doing it out of just pure amusement or pure entertainment. Next question. Did you tell him that you knew about how he was catfishing you? If so, did you tell him before or after you contacted him through a fake account? Her response, yes, I told him. I told him after I made the fake account because I had to know for sure. I had to know how he felt. I needed to know if it was all a lie or if it was how he truly felt. Next question. When you told him you made a fake account and got him to admit he was catfishing you and other women, how did he react? Her response, 
He acted a little surprised at first as if he thought he'd never get caught. But then he just got angry at me, saying that what happened was fair because I too made a fake account. But my fake account was to catch him in his lies. His fake account was to lead me on along with other women. Next question. How did everything end after you two had your conversation about how he was catfishing you? Her response. I didn't. It didn't exactly go well. But as we were arguing, I was thinking of how he had planned to fly out and see me. So I mentioned that and how it never would have worked because he wouldn't have been who he said he was. It seemed like all he wanted to do was make out to be the guy when he really wasn't a nice guy. I got tired of arguing, so I said I was done with him and his lies and blocked him. Since he did plan to fly out, he knew where I lived, so I got a little nervous because of how angry he was. So I got a friend to move in as a roommate. He was very understanding of the situation and agreed to help me. We came up with the idea of this that if this guy did happen to show up one day, then my friend would act as if he just moved in and lives alone. Next question. In the story, you mentioned how he had sent you photos of what he wanted you to think he looked like. Did you ever look into who was really in the photos? Her response, I Google searched the photos and found a few other photos. I then looked and found on Instagram and found on Instagram an account that belonged to those photos, it seemed. I then messaged the account and asked if that was the person in the photos. They said yeah and seemed really uncomfortable in the situation. They had no idea that someone was pretending to be them. Next question. After everything that happened, how do you feel or what do you think about what happened? Her response. I think it was probably not smart about my decision in trusting him as easily as I did. I mean, I never second-guessed it and never thought that things could go wrong, but I turned out to be wrong. Next question. Did the guy ever show up one day, and if so, what happened? Her response, no, he didn't show up, but I'm glad he didn't. I don't particularly like him. That's all for the interview questions. After that, I had no further contact with her except for a thank you email. But what she was talking about in her story could have gone in many different directions. Since that guy knew where she lived, he could have then flew there, went to her address, and who knows what he could have done to her. He could have physically hurt her, stalked her, stalked her for a while, threatened her in any way, shape, or form, or he could have been driven through his anger and could have done worse, such as murdering her or kidnapping her and hurting her. She mentioned how she, trust, she trusted him so easily. So many people nowadays do that. Just like in the last stories I shared you in the last episode. People are trusting other people way too easy. Trust is something to be earned, not given freely. Our trust is what keeps us going. And people like him break that trust. People like him cause our trust to be earned very difficultly. They make it harder for other people to earn our trust, other people who are worth earning our trust. In a story like that, it could have been worse. 
He could have been near her at the time and not lived very far away. He might not have had to fly to see her. He could have just happened to driven a few minutes. But eventually, a lot of things like this don't end up well for either people. She said she found a comment on how he was cat- known to be catfishing people. How he made a fake account pretending to be a woman. A lot of people think that's right. But most people think it's wrong. How could someone think lying to people like that is right? How could people think using somebody else's picture, name, and age could be right? Because in my opinion, that is the same thing as identity theft. And that is something hundreds of thousands Americans And not only Americans deal with, it is a very big situation. A lot of teenagers, for example, are lied to like this by people like this. A lot of teenagers go missing every day because they agree to meet up with people like this. A lot of teenagers get hurt every day because of people like this they agree to meet to meet. Or people like this that they share their addresses with. Or places they live by. What they look like. Where they go. Those are not very smart decisions. Just as she said, she wished she was smarter about her decisions. After the fact, a lot of people wish they were smarter about their decisions. A lot of people regret things. She was very fortunate in her situation. She did not get hurt. Sure, she was a little heartbroken as she said, but... She was not physically hurt in any way, shape, or form. And it seemed, throughout the questions, that she had a really good friend that cared for her. Everybody needs friends like that, especially in situations like these. Friends that'll care for you and protect you like that. But anyway, that's all for today's episode. I just want to point out that when she said she trusted him too easily, I've been there. And when you find out they're lying, it hurts. Don't forget to check out the website in the description. And maybe check out the merch on there too. Remember, see something, scream something. See ya!